This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor Heather Miller. Heather is the co-owner, along with her husband, Stephen, of Warrior CPR and First Aid here in Tuscaloosa. Heather, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm terrific. Thank you. I'm so excited to find out about your business. Tell us all about it. Oh, gosh. We started in 2020 in the heat of covid um, which was probably the worst time in the world to start a business, but we felt like that was a good time, I guess. And we do CPR, first aid, AED, and water safety for all ages. We train um, anybody who needs to be trained. We do BLS for medical professionals and then just CPR for the layperson. And we go all over Alabama to do this training. What is BLS? BLS is basic life support. It's, it's, it is the CPR version or the medical professional version of CPR. So you're teaching things like how to work with a team and how to use certain equipment that is typically only available in medical scenarios. And you said, um, and you said water safety. Yes. So we do water safety. It's not a swimming class. A lot of people will get a little confused about what that means. It is, Basically, how to be a good steward of children and adults when you're around water. So just making sure that you have a plan for when you're going into a pool party or what a rip current looks like down at the beach. And we even cover things like the different types of sunscreen. And um, we typically have it geared mostly towards foster parents because they need the water safety to be able to be um, foster parents. And so we cover things like even children with dark skin need sunscreen and things like that. So we're going to get into your journey here, which I know part of that is being a foster parent. So let's sort of unpack that. What was your journey? Wow. So in 2015, we found out we were pregnant. Well, I'll go a little bit further back. My husband and I met Um, working at North Star Paramedic Services in Tuscaloosa. We were EMTs. I knew within a month that he was going to be the man that I married. And I later found out that he thought the same thing about me. And, you know, it it worked out. (laughs) We did get married. And then in 2015, we were reading this book. And there was this chapter of the book that said something along the lines of, I'm not going to quote it exactly because I'm not sure. I have it. I have the page somewhere. But the it said something along the lines of why would you ask God to give you clearance on something that you is already written in his word? Um, Why would you not just default to yes and then wait for him to say no? And the example given was to care for the orphans and the widows. And so the author said, why would you not just go ahead and jump in and become a foster parent or adopt and wait for God to close the door on that rather than waiting for a yes, since the word already says to do that. So we became, we started the process of foster care and then we found out that we were pregnant. And so we waited until our oldest was about a year old and then we jumped into foster care. And so that was almost seven years ago. 
And it has been a broken journey. I mean, I hate that we even have to have foster care, but I'm thankful that we get to be some of the caregivers of these children. It has been such a, um, it has been such a learning journey. It has been an emotional journey, but it's also been a good one. We have two children that were adopted out of foster care who live with us and take our last name and, and we love them deeply. So this, this figures into how Warrior CPR was founded, right? Yes. So in order to become a foster parent or in order to stay a foster parent, you have to be CPR certified, first aid, water safety, CPR for all ages too, and AED. And so we were taking these classes to be CPR certified. And my husband looked at me and he said, why couldn't we do this? And so in our apartment, we were between houses at the time in 2020 and we were in our apartment and we just started dreaming and we literally formed an entire business in one day and had it operational within three months. And, and our first client was DHR here in Tuscaloosa. And so we started training all the Tuscaloosa foster parents. And then we started training other counties, foster parents. And it just blew up into a full-fledged business that we now run. So who who exactly do you train now? Foster, mostly foster parents. We train anybody, anybody who wants it. We have a church right now that we're working with. We have homeschool co-ops that we work with. So we're training younger children, um, well, young adults, really. And uh, we work with a lot of DHR counties. We work with other agencies that foster that do foster care, like Alabama Baptist Children's Home, Agape, Lifeline, uh, Child Haven, Alabama Mentor, and then um, and then just the general public. We have one class a month in Tuscaloosa at the Embassy Suites downtown, and we welcome the public to those classes as well. Oh, that's terrific. That's great information for all of us. I know I wanted to update my certification and it, it ended up being kind of a um, kind of a difficult process for me. But oh, it sounds like well, you can make it easy. Yes. Yeah, so that is our that's our goal. That's what we did with DHR is we um, streamlined the process. We made it easier for the social workers so that they don't have to they essentially don't have to lift a finger if they don't want to. And we handle everything, all the things that they require from their foster parents, we handle that portion. And so we take that same concept and that idea of trying to streamline the process and take it to the public sector as well. When someone signs up for our classes, they're not going to be looking for those CPR cards um, for months at a time. There's not going to be any hidden fees. There's some companies that will say, well, I'll train you, but you have to pay for your card. You have to order your card. And and we don't do that. It is a one fee. We handle the card. We streamline it. We um, are very efficient with it. Our our classes are very thorough. You're not pay paying extra for a good class. You're not paying extra for the cards to get to you in an expedited manner. We have those cards sitting in your inbox in less than two hours after the class ends. Oh wow, that's great. And I know that's an issue because I've, I've run I've run up to that issue before and yes. had, that be, had that be a problem. Yes. Um, but are, are there any misconceptions that you think people have about your industry? Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many doctor shows out there. I won't name any, but you know, there's a lot of shows out there that, that show what CPR looks like in a hospital room or even on the street. And it's wildly wrong. <laughs> um, CPR can be, you know, it is a, you're doing work on a person. It's not just a gentle shove. I mean, if you think about your heart, it's going to take a little bit more than a pat on the chest for to get your heart back started. So I think there's a lot of misconceptions about it. I think a lot of people think they can do it. Um, but then they get in one of our classrooms and, and it's very clear that they really didn't know just based on a TV show. And so we, we kind of clear that up first thing in our classes. Like, you know, you might think that you know how to do this, but unless you've really been certified before, then what you're seeing on TV is, is wildly incorrect. And we're just going to go ahead and let's just clean the slate right now and, and get started actually learning how to do it. Great. That's great. And I know that you've got, you've got significant experience in it. So um, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about you. What, what do you do? What do you do for fun when you're not working? Well, we live on a farm and uh, I love farming. I love to build things with my hands. I came from a family where we, I mean, my dad and my mom, they did everything. I mean, we, we didn't hire anybody to so much as build our two-story house. My, my parents built it with their hands by themselves. And, and so that was something that I learned a lot growing up. My dad taught me survival skills. He taught me, I was just talking about husband last night. I said, everything that my mom and dad did with us was a learning experience. If we went on vacation, it was like a survival situation. He taught us something. We either learned how to play the guitar in Kerrville, Texas, or we were camping on the bay in Gulf Shores. <laughs> I mean, it was never just let's go do this thing and have fun. It was always, my dad always made it a learning experience. And so I love doing things with my hands because that's most of what my dad taught us. Um, I can build a chicken coop. And I'm, I'm also learning as I get older that this is not normal for girls my age. Like I have, I've always had guy friends. And so when I would do these things in front of my guy friends, it was nothing because they could do it too, you know? And then as I got older and started having friends that were moms my age, they're like, Heather, you're a different breed. You were born in the wrong century. And I'm like, this is, I didn't realize that this wasn't just normal, that people don't just go outside you know, when their bed, when they don't have a bed frame, they like don't, doesn't everybody just go outside, get some scrap wood and build a bed frame. And apparently that's not the case, <laughs> but I do. And I love doing things like that. I love raising my animals. I love my children. I love being a mom. I love being in nature, camping, building, um, hunting, fishing. I do a lot of outdoor stuff and that that's my favorite. You're a great girl. Don't let <laughs> okay. anyone tell you different. Thank you. <laughs> so can you describe, I mean, one hardship or a life challenge that has made you a better person? Oh, yeah. Gosh, foster care. I mean, foster care is one of the hardest things that we've ever done, but it's also one of the most rewarding. I also lost my dad when I was young, which was really hard. But um, I have found as I've gotten older that I was better able to cope with the grief from my dad dying, but something I'm, I have a hard time with is finding joy in like different struggles of maybe just being stressed out. 
um, as a mom. And I think a lot of people don't really talk about that a whole lot. I mean, there's a lot of people that'll talk about being stressed out as a mom in a bad way, like, gosh, come get my children. But how do you remain a, a, you know, a mom who deeply loves her children, enjoys being around her children, but also is stressed out and wants to serve them at the same time while also taking care of myself. And that has been really difficult for me over the years. But foster care has just done a work in me. Uh, The Lord just has met me right there in the struggle and even in the the triumphs and and even in just the sadness of maybe telling a child goodbye the lord just meets me there every single time and just provides for my every emotional need or physical need or stress need i mean whatever and i have found you know over the years that I can do it. And, and that has been a really great accomplishment. I'm typically a really independent person who likes to be by herself and having four kids, four young kids in the house has been a challenge. And at one time we had five, I mean, we've had six before and um, foster care has definitely helped me um, find the balance um, through all of that. And, and I have just, it's hard to say that I've enjoyed it because you don't want to enjoy the struggle of these children and what they're going through and the trauma. But I tell what I tell people is that I am glad that I get to be one of the ones that care for them because I want, I know that I can do it and I know that the Lord is on my side and I know that I'm willing to yield to him and to submit to him to help me that I don't have to take on that burden all by myself And so I'm glad that these children get to come to my home when they have to. I wish that they didn't have to. I mean, at the end of the day, I wish all of them could be with their parents and in really great situations. But we live in a broken world and that's just not the case. And so I'm happy to be someone who helps care for them. Um, But it has definitely been a learning experience. Well, what a great resource you are for the community at large. I mean, the, the ripples that you have created with your own small stone are really going to reach farther than you can know. And um, thank you. And I'm just, I'm just really happy to be sitting in the studio with you today. You're a remarkable person. Well, I think the the same about you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just one woman with a microphone, Heather. (laughs) What's, What's the one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business? Uh, that we're, we are a small family. We are just a small family just getting by. We're not, we're not a wealthy family. We don't use our money to buy extravagant things. We are just a genuinely a small business just trying to do right in our community. Um, and I think so often you can hand over a business card and it's just another business card. Or you can buy a service and it's just another service. Um, But for small town businesses like mine or like other people that you've done podcasts with is it me. It's so much more than just a purchase to us. It's so much more than money in the bank account. It's so much more than that. It's just a when people purchase our services, it's it's saying that they appreciate what we are doing for the community and it allows us to continue doing things for the community. And that is, it's such an honor. I mean, we tell everybody in our classes, we are honored to teach you. Like this isn't just another class for us. This is our livelihood. And it is a, it's a, an honor and a privilege to even be talking about it. 
um, to even have a business. And we are, we are very thankful. We do not take it for granted or we try not to. I mean, we're, we're human. So we're going to take things for granted every once in a while, but we really try every night to just pray and thank God for the clients that he sent us. And um, it really is such a privilege to serve our community. Well, I hope a lot of people listen to this podcast and learn about you and that this somehow makes a small difference in your life, maybe a big difference. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, can, thank you. How can listeners learn more about Warrior CPR? How could, how do they reach you? Yeah, so we have a website, www.warriorcpr.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. I have an Instagram, H Cannon Miller. That's H-C-A-N-N-O-N Miller. And um, that's more of our family's journey. Um, but I will post things about CPR. And then, our, of course, our Facebook is going to be mostly CPR stuff. And then our website as well. Okay, terrific. Heather, it's been great meeting you. Thank you for coming by and sharing your life with me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gmpnorthport.com. That's gmpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.